5, amen. Isaiah 5, 20 through 25. Thank you, Lord. Bless your wonderful and holy name. Saints, and it reads on today, Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil that put darkness for light, and light for darkness. They put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes, and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty in drink wine, and man of strength to mingle strong drink. Amen. Which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Therefore, as the fire devoured the stubble and the flame consumed the chafe, so their root shall be as rottenness as their blossom shall go up as dust, because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts. And despise the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore is the anger of the Lord kindled against his people. And he has stretched forth his hand against them. And he has smitten them. And the hills did tremble. And their carcasses were torn in the midst of the streets. For all this his anger is turned, is not turned away. But his hand is stretched out still. Amen, amen, amen. Saints, you may be seated, amen. And I just want us to focus on verse 20, amen. And I want you guys to understand this. This is what's going on right now, amen. Focus on verse 20. It says, woe unto them that call evil good, amen. And good evil. They put darkness for light and light for darkness. They put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Amen. Saints, our message on this morning, amen, is what Father God has given me. Amen. Is right is wrong and wrong is right. Amen. This is the world we live in now. Amen. Calling evil good and good evil. It was this kind of morality that was taken over the nation of Israel in Isaiah's day. Amen. I have a question for each and every one of you this day. Amen. Where is the morality in this country? Where is the morality? Amen. This nation today, evil is good and good is evil. Amen. Now, Israel's ability to, to uh, discern the difference between good and evil was lost. Amen. And as we can see, the same problem is happening in this nation today. Amen. Morals and ethical distinctions are being removed, amen? All that stuff that you grew up on, that stuff is no longer, amen? Now, it's three times the word woe is used in this scripture, amen? Three times it says, amen? It says woe in the Bible is tied to sin and rebellion against God, amen? Woe was never a good word, amen? Woe was never a good word, amen? The word means grief, anguish, affliction, ratchetness, calamity, or trouble. In the Bible, the suffering person that brought about his or her own woeful condition as a natural result of foolish choices. Amen. God is not doing it because he's allowed us to make the choice. Amen. 
to accept evil as good or good as evil. Amen. Now, the dictionary says this. It says, woe in the dictionary means great sorrow or distress. Amen. And we know where this country is right now. It's in great sorrow and distress. Amen. Now, the words of the Bible are clear that which has been spoken is happening today. Amen. What the Bible has spoken many, many, many years ago is happening to us today. Amen. And how do we say this? Because Ecclesiastes 1.9 tells us this. It says that things that have been, it is the things which shall be. And what and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Nothing is new today, saints. Nothing is new today. This stuff has already happened. Amen. It is so clear that the end of time is near. Amen. The signs, there are warnings of things about to happen. Amen. In everything that we do today, there are always signs to tell us what's going to happen. Amen. There's always some kind of sign, always some kind of warning. Amen. Um, when me and my wife first got married, I told her, I said, when you go to my sister's house, this is how it's going to be. When she starts cleaning up, that's a sign. It means that when she starts cleaning up and starts taking to-go plates, that's a sign. Time to move on, amen? It's time to move on. So we got used to this sign, as we should be getting used to the signs that we see that are going on with the things in this world, amen? There are many signs that are right before us, saints, Many signs, amen. So think it not strange, as the Bible says, these things are going to happen, amen. People are gradually moving away from the things of God and embracing distorted ideals regarding morality, amen. And the principal distinction between right and wrong or good or bad, amen. That's what's going on in the country and the world that we live in right now. Society can no longer successfully navigate through our new challenges brought on by the technological advances and economical uh, cycles. Social upheaval is happening right now, saints. It's happening right now. Amen? We are in a global crisis, amen? But we see evil for good and good for evil, and it's being accepted. And no one's saying anything about it, amen? We are seeing the truth of God's word unfold before our eyes in what has become a conflict between the secular world and the spiritual world, amen? That's what it's become, saints. There is a war going on, the natural and the spiritual, amen? The natural and the spiritual war is going on right before us, amen? Today's secular worldview is coming from the cultural preference of social norm. They are promoting through media, music, movies, and some, even the scientists are saying, amen? All this stuff is being promoted that's going on right now, saints. All this stuff. And see, it's so subtle that a lot of people don't even catch on to it, amen? Do, you, you do know the enemy is very subtle in what he, he's just not going to hit you with it, but it's going to be a gradual thing. And by the, by the time you notice it, you too far in, you too far gone, you too far away, amen? But it's those gradual things that we have to look at, amen? Because those little things, as the Bible says, a little leaven leaven the whole low. 
those little bitty things that come into our life, it's not that bad. Oh, it's just a little bit. It's not that bad. And the next thing you know, amen? And it moves from generation to generation. The world's so-called truth is always changing. Don't you know that the truth of this so-called world is changing each and every day, amen? Everything is changing, amen? But it's truth, amen? You can't say anything about certain things without being looked at as discriminating against somebody else, amen? Oh, it's the normal thing. It's the end thing. It's the trend. Everyone's doing it, amen? Their truth and not Father God because he says, I changeth not, amen? Everything around us is changing, but Father God isn't, amen? The word of God never changes. It's the same today, yesterday, today, and forevermore. It never changes. It never changes, amen? The conflict between the two, secular and the biblical, have never been more evident than it has been recently. Secular has hosts of divisive issues, amen? And that means, it means tending to cause disagreement and hostility between people. What are we seeing now going on? We seeing a lot of hostile people. You can't even drive down the road and cut somebody off. The next thing you know, they shooting at you. <laughs> look, look at the things that are going on in the stores and the schools now. It's hostile. Amen. This is the environment that the enemy wants. Amen. But the thing is, is people are allowing it to happen. Amen. People are making moral decisions based on temporary feelings and peer pressure that are easily deceived and led astray. Amen. Like I said, all it takes is that one little thing. And the next thing you know, you're being led astray. And you're trying to figure out how did you get to where you are. And some people go so far out, they don't know how to get back. First Timothy 4.4 tells us this. It says, now the spirit speaketh expressly. The spirit is speaking right now, right now. But are people listening? Amen. It says that the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Amen. Now you hear that. It says seducing spirits. It ain't just one because there's a whole lot of other minions running around here right now. Amen. That seducing spirit of the enemy comes only for this, to persuade, to get you and I to be disobedient, amen, to lead astray usually by per, uh, persuading of false promises, amen. When the enemy tells you he got something for you, he ain't got nothing for you because when he took, when Jesus was taken into the wilderness, he told Jesus, if you do this, I'll give you this. Again, how can you give somebody something that's already theirs? But yet and still, he's going to try that anyway. Amen. So we have to be up on what Father God has given us and how we are to be in situations like this. This is why we must always guard our hearts. Amen. This is why we have to guard our hearts. Amen. Because the enemy doesn't care. Any, any any crack that he sees in your armor, what do you think he's going to do? He's going to attack you. He's not going to lay back and just wait. He wants to see where you weak at. He wants to see what you're going through. Amen? Just like a boxer, look, a boxer will study his opponent to see where his weakness is. 
If you drop that right, he's going to come with you. Amen. It's the same thing with the enemy. He's watching. Amen. He is watching. Amen. Now, lies that sound good will be thrown our way. Amen. And the sad thing is, is many people fall for him because the lie sounds so good and so persuasive. Amen. But again, that lie will lead you in a place where you don't want to be. Amen. The world has no love for sound doctrine at all. I'm loving where I am, and I don't want nobody to bother me because I love what I'm doing. Amen. And why is that? Because truth. Amen. Truth. Amen. Right now, we are witnessing social unrest. Our generation has never experienced before. Amen. We've never experienced anything like this. Not the stuff that we're going through right now. You... Let me see. How many people in here wearing masks? There is so much uncertainty about the future in in the next few months, let alone in the next few years. We don't know what's going to happen, amen? Our plans change day by day. It used to be month by month, year by year. No, your plans change every day, amen? Because one thing that we're doing now is looking at the CDC to find out, should we be wearing masks, shouldn't we be wearing masks? We was in the red last week, now we're in the yellow. So we don't know our plans change each and every day, amen? Now, we are being told to prepare for the new norm. What are you doing right now? This is the new norm, amen? This is the new norm, Amen? where we have to spray and sanitize the buses, where we got to put masks on, where we got to take temperatures at the door, where we got to make sure people don't have fevers, and if you hear anybody cough, you're looking back at them. Amen? See, this is the thing. We go to the store. My wife here, anybody cough, we in the next aisle. Ain't no, it don't care if it's whatever it is. If I hear you cough, we in the next aisle. We, we done with that. Amen? But, Let's get back to what Pastor said this morning for the second time. We're going to say it again for the third time. Turn with me to 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 3. Amen. This will be the third time we've heard this. Amen. So there's a reason why we're hearing what we're hearing. Amen. Because Father God is trying to speak to his people today. Amen. I want you to hear this. Amen. It says, now we beseech you, brethren. By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that day the, as that the day of the Lord is at hand. Amen. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come soon, except there come of falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Amen. One of the premier singers, bishop, pastor. See, it doesn't matter what your statue is. The enemy's going to attack you. Amen. Carlton Pierce. Now he's questioning the gospel. This man is well known, renowned around the world for his preaching and teachings. But now he's questioning the gospel. 
So, if he's filled with all the knowledge and word of God that he's had, what makes you think the enemy is not going to come after you? Amen? Because the thing is, the Bible says, as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour, a lion looks for the weakest one. And the lion tries to separate. This is what the enemy is trying to do now. That's why the Bible is saying, be not led astray. Amen? Because if I can get them away from the gathering, that's why the Bible tells us, forsake not the assembly. Amen? If I can get them away, if I can separate them, I can devour them. But what does it say? It says strength in numbers. Amen? It says strength in numbers. Amen? But this is what the enemy is trying to do. Like I said, it doesn't matter how high up you are or how, how high up you think you are. The enemy is still going to try to attack you. Amen. So I think we can agree that with each passing day, the Bible description of social of society continues to become more and more accurate. You know what's lining up just perfect right now? It's not the movies. It's not the news. It's not the music. It's none of that. You know what it is? It's God's word that's lining up with everything that's going on. Amen? When you look at what the world is going through right now, all you got to do is look at the Bible and see, yep, it says it right here. This is going to be going on. People are being laid astray. Three times you've heard that today. Amen? That people are being led astray. Amen? Let us not be ignorant by the time we find our before the time we find ourselves in something, amen? These are the challenging times, and they will only get more stranger and more difficult, amen? You think you've seen it all, amen? I've saw it all. I've seen it. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Pastor, I drive my bus downtown Ann Arbor. There's a church that says this. It's got... I think it's four or five doors, and they're all painted different colors of the rainbow. And it says this. It says, God's door, God's doors are open to everyone. First of all, God doesn't have doors. There's only one door, and that's Jesus Christ. There's only one way to get to Father God, amen, and that's through Jesus Christ. That's it. So when you come and say, doors... I'm already turning my head from that. I'm already turning my head away from that. Because the thing is, if you're not up on the word and the word is not in you, you're going to fall for it. Amen? Again, saints, the enemy is subtle. The colors are beautiful when you look at it. But then when you start reading it and the spirit tells, that's not right. That's not of me. Be careful. Again, like it says, many will be led astray. Amen? It says, hold fast to your faith. Cling to the Savior. Amen. We have to hold fast. These are the times that we have to hold fast. Amen. I don't care how bad your situation is or what you're going through. You have to hold fast to your Savior. Amen. Because ain't nobody else going to hold you. Amen. Our redemption draws nine. Amen. The Bible tells us what has been is going to happen. Amen. The Bible tells us about what happened, what is, and what's going to happen, amen? 
But we have to learn from these things, amen? We have to learn from these things, amen? Don't you know that God has given us many examples of how we are to live our lives, amen? But the world has ways you should live your life too, and that's accepting everything. Good for evil and evil for good. That's how the world is trying to train you and show you how you're supposed to live your life, amen? The Bible tells us in Matthew 5, 16, because this is what Father God is telling us. It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen? But there's many out there that are trying to stop you from shining your light. Amen? There's many out there trying to throw some stuff on you so people can't see your light. It says, because what does light do? It reveals the dark things that people do, and the world doesn't want that. Amen? Don't you know that the world is trying to put out a lot of Christians' lights? Amen? If we can't stop you from glorifying your Father God, then we're going to do something to put you away. Amen? Now, John 3, 19 says this. John 3, 19. It says, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world and men loveth darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Amen. Evil. Look at the world we live in, saints. There used to be a time where most of the bad things would happen at night before or after dark, right? You know, you know, back then you didn't have to worry about it. In the daytime, you can walk down the street with a whole hand of money held out. You didn't have to worry about it. Try that now. And then I'm going to say this. That was then where you could do that. You didn't have to worry about it. You can't do that in the daytime now. Because, <laughs> Brother Jerry, at night, yeah, it's going to happen. But in the daytime, it's happening now. And it's no big deal. And we just wink at it and move on. Amen. But we live in a time where all these things are happening. A world in rebellion against God day or night. Evil is being called good and good is slandered as evil. Amen. That's not bad. That's not good. Apart from God, our value system is lost. Amen. Point blank. That's it. Apart from God, this place is lost. Amen. The world has confused sweetness with bitter, light and darkness, and good and evil. These are the, the sure signs of spiritual wickedness at work. Amen. The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel. Amen. If I can just separate them. And not give them my opportunity to learn anything about Jesus Christ. I got him. Amen. But not that he's just that. He's trying to get the believers too. Amen. He's trying to get the believers. Many can accurately determine what is right or what is wrong. Many cannot accurately determine what is right and what is wrong. Only God can give definitive answers of good and evil. Amen. Because we've been around it so long, sometimes we don't even know. I mean, it's not, it's not that bad. When you got to shrug your shoulders and say, I, I guess it's not that. I'll go ahead and try it. I don't think it's that bad. It's that bad. Amen? 
if you have to think about is it good or bad, it's wrong. Amen? We have reached a point in this world where it is obvious that mankind no longer has the means to solve the problems of our own making. Amen? You know how we get into something and we can't get out of it and we call on Father God. Amen? As children, has an adult ever had control of something and then they given it to you and you've taken it? And I'm going to use a, a, a walking a dog as because I see some crazy things. But you see your father walking a dog and the dog is obedient. He's walking right. Everything's in control and it's all good. But then he hands it over to you. A small child. The dog is doing good for a little while. Then all of a sudden he's running all over the place and this and that and this and that and this and that. You've lost control. Amen. you, You had control of it, but you lost control. Amen. This is what it is, saints. God has given us control of all of this. But we've lost control. Amen. And we don't know how to get it back. But the world is still trying to figure out how do we get control of it. They ain't asking God. But they're trying to figure out, okay, we lost control. He's given us control. It was at peace and all this and that. But we've lost control. Turn me to Genesis 1, 26. Genesis 1, 26 through 28. I want you to see this. Amen. For a while, you have control, but then something happened. And it got out of order, and you can't control it. You give it back so order can be restored. Amen? So order can be restored. Amen? Have you ever had something that it was going perfectly, and it was doing fine? I remember uh, my drone. I had perfect control of it. I knew where it was going. I had to come back to me and everything. And after I lost control of it, the thing just flew over here, ran into something, and the thing broke up. Because I lost control. But Genesis 1, 26 and 28, it says this. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creepy thing and creepy thing upon the earth. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female. Male and female. Hmm. Male and female created he, them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And having dominion over the fishes of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth on the earth. Pastor, he gave it to us. He said, have dominion over it. When God gives you something, he doesn't give you something that's out of control. He doesn't give you something that's just, you know, haywires and he, here you go. He don't do that. Amen. When he gives it to you, it's at peace. It's under control. And it's subdued, amen. He's he's giving it to you. It's a it's an easy transition. Here you, here you go. Take it. It's fine. 
but mankind. All you got to do is say mankind. When you say mankind, all you think of is out of control. Amen. Mankind out of control. Mankind is not asking for help right now. Amen. At least not from God. Mankind is not asking for help from God. Amen. He has he gave it to us, but we gave it to somebody else. Amen. God gave us something and given us dominion over it. But who do we give it to? The one that don't have the best interests of mankind at all. Amen. And look at what's happening right now. The world is not at peace. The world is out of control. The world is in chaos right now. Amen. This world has lost sight of God and his commandments. Lord, we don't know how to get back. Amen. This country does not know how to get back to the one that created them. Amen. Let me say this. Another bus story. I was on my bus. I'm way out on Z Road. Passive. The GPS is already set. No matter where I go and where I turn, that GPS is still trying to guide me back where I need to be. No matter where I go, roadblock, whatever. Construction zone. But the GPS still is trying to lead me back where I need to go. See, when this world gets out of control, we have a GPS. Amen? God's plan for salvation. Amen? But see, the thing is this. We don't want to follow that. We want to find our own way back through all the destruction, through all the mayhem, and through all this. We want to find our way back when God's saying, it is already in you. I have given you a way to get back. Amen? But man doesn't want to do that. We continue to want to do it on our own. We don't want to ask God for any help. I got this, God. I got this. Amen? If people physically lose their sight, they would have to depend and trust on someone else to lead them. Amen? When Saul lost his sight, was he able to find his way back? No, somebody had to lead him back. Amen? Somebody had to lead him to a place where he found who, we, who he was about to become. Amen? There was a change about to happen. Amen? This world has lost sight of God and are depending on someone else, and it's not God. Amen? This world is not depending on God anymore. Amen? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm just saying, this world has lost sight of the one that created it all. Amen. And we're not trying, and he's not trying, and I'm talking about the, the enemy is not trying to lead us back to God. Amen. You know, if God is over here, you know which way he's taking you. The enemy is taking you this way. I don't want you to know him. I don't want you to know nothing about him. The enemy has called wrong to look right. Amen. Pastor, all the stuff I see, nowadays, when you don't know who's who and what's who, amen, and you don't know who to call what, and you don't know if you're or offending anyone, amen. I had a bus driver come up to me the other day, and he asked me, had a person walk by, and he asked me, he said, is that a guy or a girl? I said, it's a girl. But he said, nowadays, you don't even know. 
because you don't know who's who and what's who and what who wants to be called. Amen. I went and picked my wife some coffee up one day and I'm at the drive through. Hands me the coffee and I'm like, thank you, sir. Okay. What do you say? What do you say? Thank you. Because you don't know. It, it's, it's not obvious anymore. Amen? It is not obvious. Amen? Second Corinthians 4, 4 tells us this. It says, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shall shine upon them. Amen. Saint society has lost sight of the fact that there is right and wrong. Don't you know that in the country we live in right now, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Live your, and, and I'm so tired of hearing this, live your best life. Live your best life. I'm still trying to figure out what that means. But to me, to, when people say live your best life, that means live life you want to live, you know? However you want to be, whoever you want to be with, live your whole life. Live, live your life the way you want, amen? We've lost our reference point. And when I say we, I mean mankind. Morals are no longer life in this country and our way of living is in serious danger. Amen. It's in serious danger. Amen. Everything is legal now. Amen. Everything is legal now. Gambling, drugs, alcohol, nudity on TV. You cannot leave the room with your child watching TV because you hear something that's, I mean, I'm seeing things on TV at 6 o'clock in the, in, the, uh, in the evening. I'm like, are you serious? They're showing this already? Now, there was a point where they would wait till the evening time, late, way late, because they knew the kids were asleep, and it was a little casual this, a little casual that. Not anymore. No, it's full-blown right now, amen? Full-blown, and they don't care when it's seen and who sees it, Amen. Everything is legal now, amen. We have to be careful of who we call who and what we call who, amen, because you may offend someone. In society, all these things have shown, all these things are shown in a positive light, amen. Nothing's wrong. Everything's positive. Everything's good. Nothing's wrong. In this world, you can do whatever you want. Nothing's wrong, amen. Some will say that, well, the kid's going to learn, got to learn somehow, so you might as well show them right now. Well, I tell you, we went to Nadia school, and I was just, the teachers were giving us the agenda of what they were going to teach the kids and this and that. And I don't know if my wife looked at my expression when they was telling me about that education class, you know that one. And I was just like, what? She's in the seventh grade. What are you talking about? Now, I thought we didn't learn stuff like that until we got in high school. No. No. And the sad thing about it now, she's in junior high school, but they're still teaching the kids in elementary school these things. 
because we want to prepare them. We want them to know that they have a right and they can be free and be whoever they want to be. Be careful because they're trying to work on your kids at a young age. You know, when you plant a seed in a child, it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow because in the society we live in, if you plant a seed right now in a young child and they continue to go through society and the system that we're in right now, what do you think is going to happen to them? Confusion. Confusion, amen. Society will say all of these things are good and anyone who opposes them is called evil or a hater or you're discriminating against that person, amen. You're the bad person for being right. You're the bad person for having morals. You're the bad person for having standards. Amen? Because we want to fill your kids up with this stuff. And then when your kids come home and they're telling you about some stuff, you upset and you're ready to go up to the schools. What do you mean they're teaching you this? I heard little kids on my bus, Jesus. And I had to pull the bus. I said, what are y'all talking about? Oh, we learning this in school. Check the agendas. Check the agendas because you never know what they're teaching your kids in school, amen. It seems perfectly reasonable that in the last days that the deception will wax worse and worse, that one of the deceptions would be the attempt to twist around what is good for what is evil, amen, and what is evil to be good, amen. Brother Jerry, it's all happening right now. Amen? See, if you read the Bible 20 years ago, you would think to yourself, none of that stuff's going to happen. That No, I can't see the world doing some of the stuff that the Bible is saying. But when you see that stuff coming to pass now, you never thought that would happen. But the thing is this, even in 2022, it's going to get worse. So some of those things you read in the Bible, like, no, that's not going to happen. If the Bible says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Nothing in the Bible that was said has not happened or is not going to happen. Amen. Now, let me just close with this word. I want to close with this scripture. Amen. And let me just read this real quick. I believe that we have reached a point where it is obvious that mankind no longer has a means to solve the problems of our own making. Amen. With these being those biblical days, the events that are to follow are unstoppable. That means that everything in the Bible that is said is going to happen and it's going to come to pass. Prepare yourself. Amen. Be not deceived. Amen. But I want to read this last scripture. Amen. Matthew 24, 4 and 8. Amen. Matthew 24, 4 through 8, amen. And this also has something to do with what Pastor said this morning because Father God is talking to his people today. And he's telling us, prepare ourselves, amen. Think it not strange the things that are about to happen and the things that are going to happen, amen. But Matthew 24, 4 and 8 tells us this. It says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed. That means pay attention, amen, that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. 
and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquake in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrow. Amen. When you hear all that, we have to understand this, that we serve a merciful God. Amen. A merciful God. We as believers, followers, children of the most high should not seek to be hated but should understand that the world will not tolerate Christ-like behavior, amen? Particularly when it convicts their behavior, amen? I'm not saying go out here and tell people you wrong, you heathen, you this, you I'm not saying anything like that. But when the Bible tells us to let your light so shine before men, they're going to see your goodness, and they're going to see who you're glorifying. That angers people, amen? That angers people. Why are you not doing what we're doing? Why are you not doing these things? Why are you not doing that? Because I'm a child of God, amen? And I live with morals and standards, amen? So we have to be careful, saints, amen? Be not led astray, amen? There's going to be many things that we're going to face today, tomorrow, and the next day, amen? And don't think that when you leave these doors, you will not be tried, Amen? You will not be tried because you know the enemy is waiting. The enemy is waiting, amen? And when I say enemy, I'm not, uh, I'm talking about Satan, but I'm talking about not just Satan and his minions. I'm talking about the people that you think are your friends, the family members, and those that you come across are going to have something negative to say because they see the light that is within you, amen? And if they see that light, share who you glorify. Amen. With that being said, I turn it back over into the hands of our pastor. Amen.